Vigorous right looking for clear running. McDonald said go now and aft cabin. And the favourite race is two lengths clear. Zoo Tiger goes to second. Then came Communist, but it's a great return to racing for aft cabin. A big winner. Welcome to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. Gee, I think I've had something in my breakfast this morning. Someone might have spiked my breakfast. I'm going fast today. Hard, fast. That's what it's going to be like at Flemington too. Dry, hard, fast. Walty, Walty. I'm here in my uh, T-shirt and thongs. I'm in my uh, Flemington members attire. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we're all ready to go this week. I've had my pre-workout, so no holds barred. Beautiful. We haven't really been speaking to DK off air, so a little bit of a uh, an asterisk here. Anything might come out of our mouths for the next 15 minutes, so it could be a great start of the show. DK, we've got you before uh, another afternoon at the Asian Racing Conference. Surely you're a starter there, mate. Uh, hello, Scoot. Well, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded going, but... I swerved at the uh, the three grand. The three grand fee was uh, was a bit much for me, but um, I probably would have been the lone, lone ranger, the, the lone ranger forking out for himself. Though of of the seven hundred attendees, how many you reckon put the, got the three grand out of their own pocket? I'd say zero. So it'll all be all be funded. It's a bit of junkets for all the bloody all the uh, jurisdictions and everything. Big junket down here. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind it going on. They're going out to um, Sunday. They're doing the uh, uh, Lindsay Park by Mitchelton Winery Tour for 180. That, that could have got me, but um, oh yeah, no, the three grand. I'd, I'd rather give it a send at uh, Wodonga on Friday. I think, Scoot. <laughs> <laughs> DK, being the punter's punter, I thought you'd just be a walk-up start. You know, you, you help with the deductions and scratchings mess. I thought you'd be representing us, the punter, the people that pay pay for the show. They call. Did you? I had a look at the rundown. There's, there's, they had the punter stuff yesterday. What they call it? They a wager. Uh, a fan. There was nothing. There was no word punter used. It was like, you know, with with that sort of section of the ecosystem they sort of don't like talking about and <laughs> discussing. So it was all about <clears throat> paramutual. I mean, the, talking about the paramutual, for God's sake, seriously. It's a dead duck down here, absolute dead duck. It's gone. You know, the, the Hong Kong, it's captured market. They all bet on the tote. So down here, everyone bets fixed odds. It's completely, it's completely irrelevant, really. I don't know why they're spending all the energy trying to fire it up again, but... um. No, mate, the punter, if there was a punters forum, I would, I would have liked to have been there. But uh, well, I think we've done pretty well over the years with deductions and MBLs and things like that. So, If you're going to revive the tote, you're going to revive the exotics. That's it. You're not going to worry really about the win and place. And uh, all it does to me, I think seven, eight and a half is actually an increase in the, in the takeout for us. So all they're actually hiding by this increased pool is hiding increased uh, takeout, which is obviously you know higher than seven and a half plus rounding. So hmm. anyway, uh, is there an elephant in the room? We're going to talk about it, that we're a man down. and um, We'll I, get to that. We'll get to that. Oh, I just wouldn't mind a little bit of I just don't know where this rejuvenate the, the tote has come from. We're going to talk about serious things. All right. Let's no, go. Well, I just don't understand. Well, you know, I, I see well, Kings and Richie. What do you put in the so- line with uh, changing the dress code? Is that is that something like two Well, they're things? both as useless. Like, like no, they're both useless. So the t- the tote tote pulls as, as a punter. I'm not a massive punter, but I have a bit of a swing every now and then. Tote pulls are no good to me. All the big boys would get better rebates and percentages, and that's what sort of the only benefit. You're right, spot on, Scoot. Only, only person that benefits the Jelkos of the world. That's all it benefit. But yeah, big pools, big players. Ex- exotics are different turnover. because uh, we've got options. Who bets on exotics on the totes? No, you can't because there's no pools. But I can't bet exotics with corporate. So why wouldn't I want to bet with the totes? So therefore, it would be a benefit to a lot of people if they rejuvenated the exotics. So you could at least bet into them. At the moment, it's not covered by MBLs or whatever. So like, I can't have a Quinella Quadrella multi. Can't have anything. So of course, it's a. Uh, it's it's different to win a place where at least you you know you got some places you can get on for a little bit middle tote or best tote if you're lucky and then uh, you know you got fixed odds options but with exotics you've got none so to me you know it's so easy to revive the exotics you can do it in five seconds whereas the win and place pools it's very different. Mm, I'll be disappointed if all they come out with over the next couple of weeks is oh yeah let's rejuvenate the the tote and tab it's just a waste of time and more like hot air and fluff. Because it's odds and you can't levels. just get someone from Hong Kong to come in here and say, oh, yeah, no, tote betting's a go, and then Matt Welsh and everyone turns around and goes, oh, yeah, that's a great idea, let's rejuvenate the tote. I'll tell you where it'll go. It'll go absolutely nowhere, a little bit like Racing New South, uh, Racing Australia putting out a survey. They got all the right answers or everyone agreed on everything, and then guess where that went? Absolutely nowhere. We're not Hong Kong. We haven't got two two meetings a week. We don't have the depth and liquidity, and their foreign exchange, well, their exchange is over there, Citibet and whatever. That's just the dumping group. Like, that's... They they handle all the money over there. That's an illegal exchange. Here you've got an exchange that 
um, no one wants to sort of jump in bed with, and that's transparent. It's fixed off. I can still play in that that, market, and it rewards turnover on a fair and democratic um, sort of system. So there's no trick shots there, and it's it's basically known. So it's just so murky tote betting and, like, we're past that. We're done with that, and the market's trending completely the other way. Well, if here. You, and if you were spot on, if you sorry, just if you were going to change it, so I think fourteen. Like I'm going to not quote these because I'm not sure. I'm bloody. I checked them yesterday, but I can't remember. I think New South Wales, Victoria's got the highest takeout anyway, and this global thing is the high, it will increase. Like that's the, the they're, so they're really hiding a bigger takeout. If you were going to make the pools bigger and drop it from fourteen and a half to ten or something, that then it would be of interest. But if you're increasing it. It's actually hurting. I don't, I don't see any upside to it whatsoever. There's a lesson there in uh, in long term JVs and things like that. You know, like I know it's it would have been their predecessors who did the twenty year deal attaching them to the industry funding to the tote parimutuel. You know, and now look at it. It's 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 gone in the water. Like you can't do long term deals, and the the game changes so much so quickly. Like. Absolute lesson. That's one of the reasons they'd be trying to revive it because they buddy joint venture. I, I don't know when that gets up or when it finishes or next year, whatever. But uh, oh, is it? I think it's for the Paramute. Yeah, I think it's next, oh, well, next year. DK. And then was signing like it was like a twenty-five year thing, wasn't it? They signed it in two thousand, a twenty-five year joint venture or something. And that's the other thing. I think uh, New South Wales are tied to a ninety-nine year agreement with yeah. Tabcorp, oh. and you can see, <laughs> I think you see what effect that's having. Look, they're absolutely stifled up there. They think that the or they thought that odds and evens was innovation, and that was going to fund all their pop up races. So and they block progress to other other options as well. Well, like exactly. you've got to say that's behind when you're trying to work out what's behind moves they make with you know other organisations like you're saying exchanges things like that. It can only be to to block a lot of the time. It's very weird. It's just crazy. And then the other thing that came out was uh, a report. I think Paul Tatnell posted on racing.com and there's this, this big war it sounds like it's everyone versus pvl again and that's how he likes to i guess um paint the picture anyway but um i think there was a resignation on from someone in tasmania and she sort of spilled the beans on racing australia how they hadn't met in about you know, 12 months or something like that and uh it's just comical like new south wales has gone against the pattern i think we spoke about on last week's show and then um they're trying like they're just creating their own problems by trying to go against it and do their own thing and run their own race anyway. so it's- Well, he won't show up to a meeting is what they're saying unless he controls the narrative, controls the questioning, controls who it's uh, who is beneficiary of anything in there, who, who has access to whatever's spoken about. It's all got to be a like, completely controlled environment, otherwise he won't even step in the room. Exactly. And then so how can you have oh. and so how can you even talk about tote betting if you can't get all the states to line up for a national tote anyway? And at the moment, they're all on these different deals, state by state, people on different rebates as it is. The whole thing's a mess. And if they can't even run Racing Australia, like you, you're a million to one to get the um, the paramutual like, up and cranking. Like they, when, you, when you're on the outside, it's just so obvious how poorly run it is. Oh, I sort of pose a question to you, DK. Could you name someone that could run Racing Australia and pull all these people into line? Uh, well, lucky I saw that question, so I did do some form on it. And I thought the bloke, the bloke who's got the best current form would be Vladimir Zelensky, like he's he's dealing with Putin, you know. And that, that they give him that's a great form line to deal with the landies. So, um, yeah, Vladimir Zelensky's the main man. Um, but in all serious, oh, maybe someone like Martin Bakul or something like that, some sort of bloke with sort of good level of politics and um, loves the sport. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, was, I read Snowy Clark's article and he sort of, I mean, it's as I was going to say, there's only one thing more gone than the paramutual at the moment. That's Racing Australia and it's come at current form. It's just cast, right? They're both completely cast. So he's sort of saying there's talks underway at like um, and lobbying behind the scenes at a federal level to get something done with a federal body that's based in Canberra that doesn't have the, you know, the same impasses that Racing Australia does and then, you know, they can actually tell Volandis what to do rather than having to, you know. Well, at the end of the day, he is an employee, Volandis. He's an employee. don't know who has the power to... uh affect that but he is an employee i don't know who um yeah who's above him and, and pointing him in the direction that he sort of heads but um, apart from yourself well who do you think you can't nominate yourself but who do you think should run racing australia myself. well that was you were gonna you were gonna say i should do it were you well honestly it's 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 not ridiculous it's so it's, <laughs> it's not it's ridiculous but it's not ridiculous you because at least i'm across all the the facets and you're not they're not everyone's not ignored you know like it's um you need someone that's independent to at least get in there and rustle it up and i can't see anyone who's a part of uh anything that's in there anything anyone 
anyone who's been in the current system can't be the person. He's no deal. The bloke, the poor bloke at the moment's no deal. I'm like, he's the ex CEO of Racing Tasmania. But then it was thing that the lady who resigned yesterday from the board was the Tasmanian representative on the board. So with her bloke in charge, she still had to throw her hands in the air for the same reason Masara did. You know, same. He, he just said Masara said I tried to reconcile and get, bring things together, and it's just completely impossible. I hope new people have more luck at it than me. And she's saying, well, let's. I don't know how long ago since Mazar resigned and nothing's changed. So. What you kind of said was hit the nail, though. That, uh, the structure of Racing Australia and the powers that they have has to be uh, revisited yeah. before anything can happen anyway because that's it. Like if they can all throw the, the, the toys out of the cot and say we don't want to be involved, then what's the point? You know, what, what? These sort of say might be come under, you know, say the Department of Agriculture or something like that, have the, have the Racing Australia body and things like that. So anyway, I was just a bit of... Bit of, bit of uh, What's going on up? But hopefully, there's movement there because uh, it's just cast at the moment. What current form? You, see, you do need some sort of big uh, uh, get together of all parts of, of, of racing to sort of voice their their current concerns because at the moment, I think it, like a lot of people are scared. A lot of people are uh, uh, their pride's holding them back. There's a lot of people in positions they're too you know too scared to talk about, and and then the industry's concentrating on dress codes and the tote, like you say, when there's a lot of bigger problems and bigger issues that everyone should be. You know, aware of at least, and then fighting to uh, to right the wrongs because there's a lot of people close to going out the door. Definitely on a nice edge. I'd probably nominate. I, th- I think the person that I'd say would be Josh Blanksby from Melbourne Racing Club. He's a lawyer. He's got experience at Betfair. He understands clubland. He understands wagering inside out. Importantly, and That's I think he's just a, a really level-headed bloke that could take the game forward. And he's. I think he's got the got the pills to stand up to anyone as well, and he's got the intellect. So I'd, I'd say he's a standout, but he just needs to have a, like a sharp sword or a sharp axe if you're going to put someone like that in that position. And they need to figure out what these to water down the veto to make sure that everyone around Australia has got some sort of vote that matters and and work work it out. All that you way. need is someone exactly like you've commented, but that's that is impartial and is. Uh you know, totally Switzerland, as in they're, they're for the industry yeah. as a whole, not any particular region of it, and away we go. It's not that complex. Mm. Wagering drives the industry. You need trainers. You need owners. You need um, patent breeders to be yep. probably lower down the, the list and, and, you know, understand what is important to the industry. Is it prize money? Is it wagering? What is it? And then and then drive it forward. It's not um, it's not rocket science really, isn't it, as soon as you take personal uh, gain or uh, opinions out of it. That's enough of the serious chat. We've got Nico uh, getting ready in the background. I think he's. Uh, he might so have he's the, here. I thought he was dead. Uh, he might have the. He might have the spice. I thought, what were you saying, Mild? I thought you. I thought he might have been because he's set two weeks. I thought he might be boycotting me or giving me the wide berth or something. I was told he was at the head of the picket line. Bring Bella back, or I'm not coming. Oh back. no! <laughs> That's what I was told. We're not going to talk about this, are we? That's what I was told. Well, no, it's the biggest issue. It was the biggest issue in racing yesterday. Like, Scoot, come on, we're in here. This is the this is the issues part of the show. I think I'm very surprised it wasn't on the run sheet. Luckily, thankfully, Wolves brought it up. Yeah, oh yeah, huge dramas yesterday. And then that Bell has been given the lemonade, and they brought Jane back to the midweeks. Like, you know, like it's and then you know Bell is very popular and got some good friends, obviously. Um, Trav, including Nico, Nico. and Jackson, and a few others. So. They're a small little tight-knit community, those yard watchers, wow. so when we've got one of the main men, you know, so all the very important issues, Kurt. Nico, I'll, I'll, just before you, you talk on this, I, I think Jane's been on and off maternity leave for the last, what, two or three years. She's done really well to have two kids and look after She's the biggest one a couple at, of times at home, Brad. Quick. Yeah, back to back. Yeah. And I think she, the Queen's just returning to her throne and... She's been the, the number out. one yard watcher for a, a very long time, and she's she's just going back to to rule the roost there, Nico. Look, I don't I don't know what's happened there. I'm just going to uh, mind my own business in the mounting yard. That's going to be me for the next few weeks. Just uh, head down and watching the horses. I'm not going to get involved in any of the controversy, but uh, yeah, there was plenty happening, wasn't there, Nico? I don't know if you tuned into the rest of the show last week, but we've become a, a big bold show about opinions and, and big balls and we got a we got a new sponsor we got Stanley have come on board Stanley tape measured so we're going to we're going to measure Walt's balls this week because he did come out and say that sunshine in paris could be the next wink has it got millimeters it's got millimeters it's got millimeters needs micro millimeters or something oh, but uh, yeah so a big shout out to Stanley tape measures these things are unreal don't leave them around your kids they can slice their fingers open but yeah, but no, no sitting on the fence. You've been warned, Nico. So that's that's your first warning. If you get three, 
We'll we'll keep you in the dungeon. New South forever. Wales have cast have cast mounting yard people completely, haven't they? I think like well, after uh, Lizzie, who I don't know what her well, qualifications Lizzie's were, but she's gone out wide. And um, what have they got left? I think Ronnie Duffy's the closest thing we've got to a mounting yard judge in in Metro New South Wales, and you know he's pretty good, but he's obviously got his tongue tied too. And, there's a couple of half decent ones out wide in the country, but the rest are just they've just given up. Well, that's why you need like stuff like Nico and and Yarnman. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm not saying it's a it's a very underutilized uh, what do you want to call it form factor or whatever. It's, it's it's a shame that they don't actually budget in putting someone in there with a bit of ability. A very very tight knit crew. So I mean, I can see why there's drama. One of their own, you know, cop the cop the lemonade like. You know they're up in arms, so I'm just Nico, like around the around the Manning yard yesterday. You know, like I don't know, I know Jackson wasn't happy, and, and and your good self, good me, you know, watching any what, what, what was what was the vibe out there yesterday? It was anger, shock, or anger? Well, I actually wasn't there, so I couldn't comment. So I was uh, at home doing it off the TV yesterday because I've been uh, battling a flu. So oh, um, yeah, hopefully no. we're we're sweet for Saturday. But like I said, I'll just I'll just keep my head down and mind my own business. So I don't want to get too involved in any of that. I'll translate that. He was at Parliament House picketing. He was there. <laughs> Bring Bella back. Bring Bella back. <laughs> oh, 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 Jane tipped out an eleven dollar winner. I took ten dollars. I took unders. Gargantuan or whatever it's called. She said it looked parade of grouse. Can we get a sponsorship? So trumpet sponsorship here too. Hey, can we get a trumpet? No, I'm just saying she found a ten dollar winner, and that's that's a very good effort. Back. She's got two kids to full, three kids to feed. A little, 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 little stable too, Scoop. Very little, small stable. I think I only got a couple of horses, and they can turn one out. Pick of the yard just shows what great horse people we've got, and they've got the money. Speaking of money, you should spend some down at the Comics Lounge, uh, Melbourne's home of comedy in Errol Street. So if you've uh, just lost your job, maybe you should uh, go to the Comics Lounge and have a bit of a uh, a giggle there. And you can even uh, get their uh, regulars. So private function, DK's sixtieth. We're uh, we're going to get a couple of comedians, and um, we're going to hire them out and have a private pull, function. Pull back, pull back ten years off that, please, Scoop. Oh, sorry, what did I say? Maybe coming up to the big. Big five-o. Oh, six five-o. Why oh, six-o? Did you give him? Huh? What did you give him? Uh, I, I meant a rolling series. Ro- yeah, we're going to have one. It's going to be a rolling series of events for a whole week. My fiftieth. Oh, man's went for about three and a half months. I think. He's, he's 50th. <laughs> this show, this show is going to go for three and a half months. Today's show. Donnie, two from two last week. He's not as confident, but the boy is back. Rupert's house off the map, the big goodbye. I think Angela Jones rode that. She's beautiful. She's dangerous when she's got goal on front runner. It's like they just let her go. You'd swear that they do. Queensland racing is something else, so uh, it's good to torment Donnie with that. Walt, uh, Rose Hill this week, why do you like betting at Rose Hill? Because uh, you got to bet somewhere. What do you mean? <laughs> um no, Rose Hill's all right. I prefer Ramwick, but Rose Hill's all right. So it's a, Rose Hill's just uh, you've got to um, actually rely on a bit more uh, monkey uh, smurf, whatever you want to call them, uh, piloting. Nico, uh, Jack and O last week, fire protest, launched it from the yard. I, d- I went again. Yeah, well, I've, there's been a lot of talk about that as well. I think we're a bit lucky, to be honest. I didn't know if that was – so the more we talk about it throughout the week, I think everyone's of the opinion it should have been upheld. But at the time, I thought, gee, we might have got away with one there. but um. Yeah, he was just in the zone on Tad Day Jack. You know, that's uh, that's one of the better parades I can I've ever seen from a horse. He was just completely in the zone, so I wasn't surprised that he won. Um, and yeah, didn't you don't have to win the race sometimes to get a collect? So <laughs> the great game, crazy. Yeah. Seriously, protest. I can't I can't pick him anymore. There was one no, at, it's not even close. There was one at Strathalbyn yesterday. That and- would have been twenties five years ago. That up uh, uphill minimum twenties. Mm. There was one at Strathalbyn yesterday and. The, ho- the winner bumped into the second horse four or five times up the straight the whole way, and it's got beaten a nose, dismissed. I just don't know how that can happen. But, and you're, you're like, it's just yeah, exactly. You just don't, it just you doesn't just make don't any know. sense to There's me. There's no consistency, whatever, but it is in his state. It's just not even worth it. talking about. The old hashtag, hashtag there are no stewards. Oh, well, yeah. I think we just. Reminds me of those days. We should now be allowed to bet on them. If they're that random, please let us bet $50 maximum oh, bet. No, because then there will the be days. bloody. Yeah, well, why can't oh. you? Because oh, it'd be oh, why yeah. can't you? I don't know. Well, you why like that can't tennis you? player? What about the tennis player the other day getting done for 135 rorts? Well, he, he retired two or three years ago, Who and they've given it? him a life ban. David so they Nico? never caught him once. He got 135 tennis rorts during his career. They just found him guilty of, gave him a small fine, and banned him. He's already retired. Davidenko. That's the best. No, no, this was just Who he was, was just a Willy Wombat. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, why? Yeah. If the Russians had had you buy the canasters, you'd put on as many rorts as you Davidenko. needed to. Davidenko. Was he up a set and a break, and he was twenty to one or something in the biggest hold in the history of tennis or something? They just kept laying him at nineteen dollars while he was up a set and a break. He was on an airplane an hour and a half later. 
I'm going to email Andrew Jones and tell him that we need to vote on protests, and that'll that'll spark protest, interest with the new generation. In thongs. And with thongs. You've got to be in thongs to and bet on the protests. G- we might get a stand out in the GA and just get DK out there waiting for protests. All this vintage. I mean, Nico, you'd be too young to remember, like, when they put Rails bookies to bet on protests in the 90s mm. and 2000s. Like, it was huge. Like, big middle rails, the prices would go up. Like, it says they hit the line, protests are and sound. They'd watch the replay, go and make up a price, whatever it is, and send their, send their, send their clerks to get outside the... You know, set outside the uh, get any mail outside the stewards' room or anything like that. Hear anything? Get anything? Be serious betting too. Not 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 the old uh, no. fifty dollars maximum bet. They were serious betting on the protest. If the big punters were tied up. They'd try and save out and stuff like that. Hundred yeah, percent. What stopped it, DK? Was there a rod or who 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 who, who killed Bambi? What? Don't know. I don't know. I'd have to do more. I'd have to ask someone. I might tweet in. Then someone. I'm going to them. Going to the betfair thing tonight. There might be someone there who knew that. One of the old bookies or something. Mark's the Imperial or something. So I might ask him. Beautiful. See what happened. All right. Tristan had bet on it if he was allowed to. They're family owned and operated. Top Sport. They've got the new app and the website. So they've had a complete reskin. Same race multi, top two, three, four. Just download the app and uh, give it a run. Uh, they're up and betting for the weekend. So make sure you take them on. Nico, Flemington, a couple of hot days. Uh, it's going to be road like conditions, I would have thought, this Saturday. Fields look absolutely sensational. 25 bucks a week for your stuff or 350 for the rest of the Finn year. Uh, you excited uh, to be getting out there despite being under a little bit of a uh, cloud? Yeah, we should be there, um, definitely. So, oh, it's a tough day. It's a bloody tough day. I, like, I found bloody nature stripping. That was about it. Like, oh, most of the no. races are $6 the field and tough. So, um, I think if we're getting out there and you're back with one or two winners, you could be having to fill up because I would assume you're finding horses at some decent prices. But it is a bit of a day where, uh, you, know, you have the CS Hayes and the Vanity, you know, those races are key lead into the Australian Guineas. So um, it's a bit of a day. You, you learn a bit more as well, just like last week. But um, there's probably not as many horses that, on this card that are bringing in that sort of summer form, fit and fresh. There's a lot of horses that are first up sort of and might be in need of a run. So uh, I think the Mountie will be pretty crucial on Saturday. Outstanding. Let's have a look at the talent dirt first. And Amur is favourite, 440. Uh, Maharaba, $5. Uh, Gorsese six fifty, extremely wicked seven fifty. Ginger and pink nine into seven fifty. Princess Duello uh, eight fifty. Rhodesian red fifteen. Hell Queen twenty dollars. Tocito twenty one dollars. Uh, and then you've got Exposition twenty six. Cracker Rib thirty one. And Alfonso Al- is fifty one dollars. And uh, that'll about do us there. Hey, we're gonna have a couple of uh, get a couple of replays. Cute here. Maharaba, we're going to have a look at it on Dabu. It's uh, fourth here, uh, one back, and a uh, bit like a drunken sailor this day, Nico, in the uh, the black and orange sleeves here, and then uh, got a good elfin horse running him down. Barber. Yeah, I'm not sure this is the strongest race. I think Barber's probably a few lengths better than these horses, but this was his debut run. Like you said, he's all over the place there. He even laid out and sort of hit Barber. Um, I thought this run was pretty good. He's had a stable change. He's come down to Melbourne. Now he's with Graham Begg. Um, I think he may have improved a tad this horse. Looking at his trial, leading into this preparation, which was very good at Cranbourne. He just sort of sat wide and cruised the line. I mean, it was an effortless piece of work here. Um, yeah, like I said, I think that stable change, change of environment, and uh, you know, having that run in the summer and then coming back now as an autumn two-year-old, he looks pretty big compared to a lot of his rivals here, especially when you get down to the straight and you can sort of see him next to all the other horses. So um, I think he's sort of set for a big run here first up. He's already been eight into five. I think that's probably about his right price, you know, four to five dollars. I don't think you're going to be getting involved much shorter than that. I'm not sure he's one of our better two-year-olds, but I just think he's set up well for Saturday to be running a big race. You know, they've obviously had the stable change. I would imagine they'd want to strike pretty quickly with him. And uh, here he is in the orange with the nose roll down the outside and just charging to the line late. Um, yeah. I thought that was a pretty hot piece of work. So on a day where it's pretty tricky, I thought this two-odd race there was probably a few angles because he's a horse who um, has some progression and has trialed very well leading into this. And I thought the other horse who I might have something on is uh, the Waller Horse Exposition. Uh, I think he's come back better this preparation. He's just looking at him in his jump outs. Um, he looks stronger. It looks like he's sort of put on a lot of weight, which I think is a good thing. Um, I thought his most recent jump out was pretty hidden. Typical Waller, he hasn't really asked him for a huge effort, but it looks like there's something under the hood. It's sort of thought at $26, he could be a big improver and he comes out of a pretty hot two-yard race back in the uh the spring where he didn't look like he was a 
a spring to your autumn, autumn might be more his go. Even uh, number five, Takato uh, Takedo, um, comes out of a pretty hot form race at Chairman Stakes. So um, I think that form could be uh, proved to be pretty good come Blue Diamond Day with VC and uh, Zolfica. So I thought there was a few angles here to probably get a more beat. Uh, he's got no figures. The form around him just isn't really stacking up. I think he's got some talent, but um, I don't really want to be on him at favourite. So yeah, Maharaba, um, Takedo, and maybe Exposition for me. In a pretty sort of deep race, but I think that they all represent a bit of value. Two questions. DK, the nose roll on Maharaba. He still threw his head up and, and when he bounced out of that barrier trial. What did you make of that? Uh, yeah, not great. Not great for 1,200 anyway. Um, what's his 11, mm. isn't it? So 11 down the straight. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously got issues with his manners. We saw it on debut. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he responded. Even though he was a bit keen, it didn't sap his finish or anything. He was very strong late, but, yeah, oh, mate. I, I, if I, I mean, Peter Moody puts them on everything, but I hate them personally, hate them. But um, it just means that they just need it to drop their head more and teach them to settle. So um, whether the manners bring him undone or not, but uh, as he said, I, it is his, his last 50 metres, 100 metres there was very good. So, um, yep, yep, no, not a big fan of the nose roll myself, Scoop. Uh, Nico, other question. James McDonald not riding exposition. position. Senior, it's got the ride, and uh, he's gone for the blue the blue horse, the good olfen horse, J-Mac. What do you make of that? Yeah, I did look into that. I think Froggy's rider in its jump outs. So I would imagine he's done the work, so he keeps the ride. That's what I thought when I watched the jump out anyway. And, you know, he's probably not going to knock back Godolphin at the moment, is he, J-Mac? They've got a few horses he probably wants to stick on. So, um, yeah, Amur's like hard to knock. Like he's won two races. There's no sort of times out of his races. He beat some people call me. He was sort of flogged the other day in the prelude. So he's, the form around him is questionable, but... He is pretty professional, um, and he does find the line. So, like he's probably in the he's probably in the finish. But uh, I thought, as a favourite, you could probably find something to beat him. I heard Cummings say he hasn't shown him, even though he's won. He hasn't shown him at the races what he's shown him at home yet. Okay. Um, and if if he runs well here, he's a very good chance to back up next week. And um, they've got a good record on backing him up off on the week back up a two year old like ingratiating just got beat. He said he wished he backed up microphone last year. It would have won. Um, so, um, yeah, if it runs well here, it will um, good, very good chance to back up into the Blue Diamond. A roughie that sort of picked my interest was uh, Hell Queen, Nico. Ben Brisbane Yard, uh, I think Craig Williams sticks. Uh, what do you think of that uh, trial? Did you say it's trial or not got to that? Yeah, I watched the trial. Yeah, I thought it was was solid without being, you know, it wasn't of the level of Maharaba, but. Um, we actually backed her last start each way when she sort of fell into a hole behind Charmstone. So I've got a bit of time for her from a tight point of view. Um, I'm interested to see if she's come on at all since the spring. I don't think she'll have to, to be honest. I think if she holds that level, she's probably um, be good enough to win races like this. Um, if she's here cranked up and William sticking is probably a good sign for the uh, for the camp. Um, he rode it in the trial. They brought it down from, where's the train? Wangaratta or Wodonga. They brought it to Geelong to trial. So um, they obviously wanting to give her a bit of more exposure to getting away from home and all those kind of things. He's a good trainer for his born. He just he needs a good horse to sort of really put him on the map. This could be it, to be fair. One of DK's men, Ben Brisbane. Yes, yes, Ben Brisbane. I just wish his strike rate was a bit better but um, overall. But uh, he's another one. He's like Pushka. They're just not there early in the prep and then he starts warming them up, third and fourth up. So Maybe one to watch for later. All right, let's have a look at uh, the big race, the Lightning Stakes. Uh, Nature Strip $1.85 to Evans. Cool and Gatta $7. Maharabi $8. I Wish I Win $12. Bella Nipatina $13. Rock and Oars $13. Just seems to go around big odds all the time, that horse. Bonus, not just one of Waltz $13. Baller $18. September Run $26. Mullane $51. And Fire $71. We're going to have a look at the barrier trial here of uh, Nature Strip. Three horses here. There was uh, September Run. And rock and horse, Nico. You think the eight-year-old's ready to fire first up? I think he is off this jump out. Um, and even his trial up in Sydney was pretty hot. So I think it's just a matter if he's fully still with us. Um, the spring, yeah, I don't think he ran poorly in any of those races by no means, but it probably wasn't as dominant as the market was expecting. Like starting short price favorite in the Everest, and then the VRC Sprint Classic. Uh, I think it's an easier task for him first up at a thousand twelve hundred too. Like. Um, you look at his recent thousand meter Flemington record. Like he won the Lightning two years ago. Um, he should have won the Lightning last year, probably. And I thought this piece of work was pretty hot from him, especially late, where he just sort of puts him away under a hold, as you'd expect from him. But um, 
look, leading in, I don't think there's any knocks. Like, if you're looking to knock him off the trial or anything like that, like the horse does look like he's going very well. I suppose it's just the price. I think you'll get closer to sort of 230, 240 on the day. I can't see him starting evens. Um, whether they really come for something, I think he just drifts. Uh, yeah, I think the 1,000 metres first up is definitely the key for mine. I think he can probably control the race. I don't know if Kool and Gutter and Marabi want to go to take him on first up. And then aside from those two, there's no speed in the race. So the rest of them are back markers. They're probably his two key dangers. And maybe one of them does look to sort of, um, you know, go up fo- up forward early and take him on a bit and sort of bring him undone that way. But you even saw first up last preparation, like he took a sit and, and sort of sat fourth and he was way too good for him. So um, I would be imagining if he, if he just brings that form that he had in the spring, not even the best of nature strip. I think he'll be winning. Um, two forty would probably get me like that sort of price. I don't know if I want to get involved at evens before seeing him in the yard. And that'll probably be the telling point how forty is sort of last probation. He wasn't very forward at all for this race, and you could tell they were sort of uh, looking for bigger things down the track, like going to winning another TJ and going to Ascot. I'm just wondering if this preparation they just want to get you know a few runs on the board, and he's in that similar condition to what he was two years ago when he was on the lightning when he was pretty much cranked up and ready to go. So the yard would be telling. Um, I don't think I could back anything to beat him. Uh, Morabi's jumped out well. She's probably the only horse in the race, so I think has legitimate group one talent like Nature Strip at this distance. Um, her win in the Oakley Plate was huge. I don't think she quite sees out 1,200 like last start, so you can probably forgive that. Before that, she had a massive picket fence, so it wouldn't shock me if she, you know, if it take Nature Strip out, you'd probably be looking to back her, but um, she's had a bit of time off and just sort of how forward she is as well, and if this is just a bit of a hit out to sort of go to a a galaxy or a new market or something like that, second or third up. My users generally don't have them at their top first up, but she's probably the danger. I wish I win's got serious talent, um, but I don't think it's thousand meter horses. It was eleven hundred. He's probably more in the game. He did trial very well behind Giga Kick and Cool and Gata, who's also tried well leading to this prep. I just don't know if that three old form is uh it's good, but I don't think she's the best of them. So that night she went at the valley, she was pretty blessed. So um yeah, the way I sort of read the race is you're back in nature strip to probably run up to what he did last spring. And I think if he pop, if he brings that level, he wins. And any better than that, he'll probably just kill him. So uh, I thought two dollars is probably about his right price, but I think he'll get better. Uh, I think sort of two thirty might be SP. Well, you're scribbing a lot of things. Um, no, I wish I wins the only horse that interests me. Um, thousand meters around a bend, I wouldn't be. Thousand meters down the straight, just adds interest. It's not a horse that. You could step into with uh, huge confidence, but you know it's going to be super strong. It's got that turn of foot. It's not a grinding miler. It's a it's a turn of foot. Maybe runs a mile, but probably twelve hundred. It's two for two, even if it was in New Zealand. So yeah, it's the only horse that really stands out as a, a scary, scary horse in the race. Just could be, just could be a could be the blowout. What about bonus notches? I see you've written. No, that I just ride. I'm yeah. I don't really. I think the the. The target for this horse has changed a few times, which I don't like. I'm not a big uh, – I think Matty Smith's more of a – even though he's probably got this horse prime, trying to get it to stud and all that sort of stuff, um, he, his horse has normally sort of improved with racing. So drawn widest, it's going to give him a start. Mm, it's one of my favourite horses, but it's not not something that stands out that I want to back it at, uh, at this level, you know, over 1,000 down the straight. I think I wish I win's got a bit more quality to it at this stage and just the, not the right draw to camp in behind him and – Things go its way. It's the one I think could um, give them a scare. Mm. And I think they're training it more as a sprinter. I think this time around. So I don't. I think they're going to keep it what eleven thousand, eleven hundred, twelve hundred, and they're not going to stretch it back well, out. And if that's if that's the case, if twelve hundred sort of their their Ceiling. longest goal, yeah. that's an even better thing for this horse to be to be ready to run well over a thousand. If it was sort of getting ready for a mile prep, you'd be more scared that it's you know got too many miles and its legs are ready for a thousand. But if it's nice and fresh. Could be dangerous. I would have thought Marabi, I wish I win, Bonus Notches and Rockin' Horse are the only four big major dangers for uh, for Nature Strip and I was probably against Cool and Gatter and Bella Nipatina perhaps. But uh, I think that's a good little summary of the race. Nico, are you going to hang around for a bit of uh, Sydney or are you you're too under the weather? What are you going to do? What, what have you got? What are we previewing in Sydney? If we're talking about Aft Cabin, I'll hang around. 
Yes. Oh, punningform.com.au is the best form guide in the business. Nico loves it. I love it. DK loves it. We all love it. So make sure uh, you check that out. So uh, they've done a reskin. Old.punningform.com.au also works. So big transition, big changes, and uh, huge improvements. So make sure you check out Punningform. And if uh, you need someone to help you figure it all out, uh, Shane Baker offers a free tutorial if uh, you get one of the good packages. So make sure you check that out. Rosie Hill on Saturday. Last week, uh, well, you're on fire in secret, Sunshine in Paris, little Cornell there, Animo. How did you find them all? It was very impressive. I just uh, tapped into Nico's emails. Blue jacket. Blue jacket. Put the blue jacket on. How good's Nash? You How made Nash? you made the big statement. Sunshine in Paris. I thought she got a peach ride from Ryan. Oh, I Maloney. loved that I got potted for it. That was the beautiful part, saying that she was a good horse. Like it's gone from it's having its first prep sort of extended. It's one at Canberra, and then it's what, and then it's got beat. I Doombin. think you got beat. Where to get it get beat? Doombin. They better be pro- Doombin. They get beat there. Seven fifty in the bubble. Uh, then sort of overcame one of the strongest buys of all time in a, in a hard hell. Then the other day, and then they stretch it to that run. I think he rode it upside down. Sort of uh, he rode it perfect. He'd had its chance, but um, rode it to sort of win the race and got beaten it's by a horse. Run. It's got you know, arguably one of the better records in the country. Oh, no, it went terrible, Sunshine in Paris. <laughs> like, seriously, she'll some people did need she'll... an uppercut. Yeah, mm. I thought it was a great run. Yeah, Nelly, oh, Nelly she's, she's an ex-prep horse and, and continue on, but um, anyway. Okay, what, what's she going to win in the spring, Walt? What's she, there you go. You, question without notice. Yeah, i got no idea, to be honest, but, it, it, like, I don't even know what her top is. It probably showed up, oh, it's hard to say. Like, it looks like she's going to be a sprinter. I didn't know if she'd she'd run further or whether she's a horse that just needs, you know, a break now and come back and be ridden cold. And it's the way she finds the line when she's allowed to settle back. She doesn't look like 1,200 or well, 1,400 or to pull her what up. In, mm. What in secret win last year? Coolmore or something, didn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah, it won't be, um, won't be in the, in the Coolmore, but it's, um, yeah, pretty, pretty talented horse. But yeah, I, I just, Nash, Nash's ride was the, the most exciting thing in that race, like the horse comes out half on its head and he just never panics for one inch. And then his interview after, he's like, oh, I was just basically kidding to him the whole time. Like, what are they thinking? They're even in the race. He's like, I just didn't want to hit the front too early. <laughs> he's just, when he's when he's on song and when, uh, oh, there's nothing like him there. When he's not, he wasn't on song at Goulburn on Davo's horse, wasn't he? Is that when he wasn't on song? Yeah, but GFC, what have you been on song? He plays a couple of different songs. He plays a couple of different national anthems. He wasn't on song when he wrote Osipenko, but I tell you what, he's ridden a couple he, of Bryce's lately. I think he had one. That ride yesterday, holy cow, holy cow. What was it, cut in stone or cut on gem or cut on coin or whatever it, it was? It just doesn't. They run the race 20 times, I reckon, uh, with, with any that. other jockey. It probably never wins. At the moment, he is his hashtag, at Nash Hot. Yeah, he, I don't know if he's still on Twitter, but he's in the zone. And the com- combination of those two is when, nice and deadly. Holy which heck. One? Bryce. With Bryce and Bryce and Nash, holy hell, like he should dead set be cotton wool in him. Mm. We'll have to get T Dogs to uh, run the data, punch the data, Nash, blah, 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 running it, da, 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 all those stuff. Yeah, that you Nash, hate. no, good Nash. You've hey? got to take out bad Nash. <laughs> they don't count, but uh, dead as a door Good no, Nash is, uh, is very good. Race three, Rose Hill. Let's make some money. Uh, economics is favourite here. Two dollars eighty. Insurrection four dollars. Parasol seven dollars. Renoso fourteen. Hypothetical fifteen. Duchy of Savoy seventeen. Party for one. One of Walt's uh, lovers eighteen dollars. Notice it's got a two there. You must have backed it. Walt last start. The Poacher nineteen dollars. Coeur Royale twenty. Diamond Dealer. That's what I wish I was. Twenty six dollars. Uh, Bruder now $26, Noble Conqueror 34 and don't worry about the rest. We're going to have a look at uh, the poacher two wins ago in the uh, the Waratah Bloodstock Colours. That's the white and the red. Oh, boy, it's third last here. I haven't seen the replay. Peels out and goes bang. So it was a day it wasn't easy to run on, actually. So uh, this all sort of had one first up. Then I think it had a, a failure second up when Willie Pike decided he was going to try and lead on it at, at Warwick Farm or something and, and cooked him. But um, this was his next run after that. So 1,200 metres sort of third up, and then it came out and got a bumping jewel and won again over 1,200. Uh, I just think he's really untapped. His win at Hawkesbury was sort of underrated too. Small field first up where Bowman sort of rode him in behind and he went went up the worst part of the track there. So he's overcome biases. He's he's very strong when he's allowed to find his feet and, and gate one should do that here. His two trials have been excellent. Um, it's definitely not a gimme race. Like economics would probably be going around I don't know, around the same price as Bonus Notches in a you know lightning or something like that. So he's he's probably the one to beat um, on exposed form. But there's good pressure here, depending on what horses stay in the race. There's a you know Coates a dual acceptor. I'd, I'd be surprised if Hypothetical 
came up from Melbourne considering the draw. But even with them out, you've got Insurrection that's going to be heading for Diamond Dealer Economics. Uh, Renault Sue and Paracel are both raced on speed, uh, drawn inside Duchess of Savoy. So there's good natural pressure in the race no matter what. Uh, is it a pushover race? Absolutely not. But this horse has definitely got, you know, very good ability. It's not um, it's not a pretender. And that inside draw is what will sort of make or break it. It could be a could be a heartbreaking story around Rose Hill. But um, if it does get the breaks, it's got the turn of foot to sort of overcome a, a tricky position and, you know, sort of 20 to 1 each way looks, which looks crazy. Um, I, I will be having a peanut on the old party for one for uh, for for mental mental uh, health reasons. If it sort of went straight to the fence, which is what I'd be telling uh, them to do here, and and to sort of ride for luck again, the horse has never had any in its life. It is it is due some, but if it got the back of the poacher and they came together and it peeled off its back and beat it, I would be in with the bull shark. So um, yeah, it's it's a it's a deep race. It's actually a, you know this could be a group race uh, for for three year olds, um, but yeah, I think the poacher at twenties is a, just a gimme. Each way, uh, speculator. Anyone got any? I, I think that makes perfect sense, and I can see economics. Or everyone will just fawn over that, that form line in behind in secret, Cornwall form, and uh, no doubt it'll it'll start pretty short. I would have thought. Let's uh, push across to the silver slipper. The next one here, and King's Gambit is the favourite, two dollars forty. Uh, Platinum Jubilee four forty. Cylinder five dollars. Mumbai Muse six dollars. Madeira Sunrise seven fifty. Fire Lane twelve. Carnaby is ninety one dollars. Uh, the trial that we're going to have a look at here is Cylinder, and it's in the uh, Godolphin Blue. Just go, yeah, go straight I, to the front. The trial's probably what turned me on the most, turned me on. Um, Nico just gets turned on by the colours, but the actual trial itself turned me on here, and uh, he, he showed a, a good bit of natural speed there to, to, to cross, and what I like, as soon as he sort of puts him under a strain here, he doesn't do anything uh, other than conserve energy, just just pulls him up, and when he is uh, asked to extend in the straight, he, he does so. His form, you know, was was pretty solid, sort of closing second to fire lane, which is, it looks pretty good form, and a and a second to to little bros in in Melbourne, um, but I think he's come back a much better horse, and that's what I'm expecting here. I, the, obviously, nine hundred and a thousand is not ideal for me for an eleven hundred meters first up. But as I said, again, this trial's what sure the horse all behind really being asked, and and he's just not. He's just absolutely cruising. Uh, the inside draw here will allow him, I would imagine, to have a a decision to make if if something wants to press. Which is probably likely. You've got, you know, uh, Platinum Jubilee Fire Lane. They've got good speed drawn out. One of them's probably going to have to go forward if they want to go quick enough. They can cross him. If not, he can sit right behind them. I think King's Gambit's the one that you've sort of jury's out on. I'm not really sure about whether he's returned with the the rap that he had. Obviously, it's good. The, the shine's come off him a little bit off the first up loss, but um, I'm not that worried. I'm happy to sort of take him on Platinum Jubilee. He's had a bit of a a, a, a long tricky prep now i'm probably more scared of a horse like uh, mumbai muse who was just dragged out of the race there last time behind um learn to fly and um it's the horse that could sort of settle forth here and improve it's probably the one i'm i'm most scared of in the race but i think we're getting a good price about cylinder here looks uh looks pretty talented and you talk about motivation as well for for these horses this this time of their start of their prep this horse needs to win to make sure it sort of gets into the slipper. Probably King's Gambit's the only other one that's in that, well, apart from sort of uh, Mumbai Muse horses that haven't been there. Platinum Jubilee and Fire Lane, probably not under as much pressure to to get it get it done here. So um, you got to think about those sorts of things this time of year. Same with country championships and stuff. There's motivation on top of ability. So, yeah, Cylinder for me in the... In the silver slipper, I think it's a nice price. Cummings gave it a good rap this morning when I was driving in. On the wireless. Did he? Yep, on the wireless. I know he, he, yeah, he talks funny because he's terrified about training for the Sheik and not tipping, but um, he did give it a good rap this morning. Mm. Yeah, I think Jay Mack would be riding it if he was in Sydney. I got the feeling of that. But um, Brenton, he's actually looking pretty good at the moment, big bad Brenton. So he's still not right, Pretty mocking, simple, but this one, isn't he? Just Barry one. It's never simple, though, is it? Brenton. Racing is never simple and... And the coffin is never simple, which is, uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully this one is. Nico, I saw your eyes sort of light up a bit when you saw the blue flash across the screen. What did you make of that trial? Was it was it arousing for you? Did your pupils dilate? Oh, it was a good trial. I'm against him though. I think he half gave himself <laughs> up last start cylinder. I don't know if he's as good as people think. Um, we were all over him last start and sort of 
I thought he had his chance. And I don't know if Little Bros is, you know, he ran well in the prelude, but he's by no means the best two-year-old. The best two-year-old could be King's Gambit. What he did on debut was outstanding. Last start, he missed the start, slowly away, slowly run race, really had to improve his speed from the four to the two. I think he ran the third fastest split of the meeting forward to the 200 and then sort of just peaked on his run late. I've no doubt Snowden would have trained him with improvement. Um, they've been big on him the whole time. And I think, you know, being big, like Cylinder's obviously got talent. Um, I think Mumbai Muse is, you know, talented enough. I'm against the, the Magic Millions for him. I think they're no good. So I'd be very happy to take on Platinum Jubilee. And I think there's a real chance King's Gambit is the best two-year-old because, you know, he's the best two-year-old in the spring and nothing's really putting their hand up so far. So um, I think just with that improvement to come, and they had one trial leading to the first up run, and he might have been beat by a pretty smart horse, Red Resistance. He looks like he's riding contention for some slipper talks, at least. So, um, yeah, I think Cylinder might not be as good as everyone thinks, and I'm happy betting up King's Gambit here. I think this is his, this is his chance to show that he's, uh, he's back. Nash hot, Nash on, Nico on, Nico off blue jacket. I like it. Oh, it makes like me it. very nervous. Drama. Drama. I was going to chip in Cylinder. Now I'm going to chip out and... Just great, just completely grey. Oh, so, hang on, can we get the Stanley out? Can we hey, measure? We measure. Can we measure, yeah. Yes. My, yeah. You know when your pills just go up to your throat and it's really cold weather? That's Mine are gone down to about that. Does big. it go invert? usually that. But Does it like invert? It's gone down to there, Stanley. Does it invert? Stanley pill measure. No. No. It can't go back. Can't go backwards. No, can't, no. Yours would invert. Mm. Inverted nuts. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, cool. Good, I like it. Head good, to head, let's go. Good thing that we previewed that race. You know what happens now? Well, Our two take each other on and Platinum Jubilee steams down the, yeah, outside, down the outside, then I'm back in the Bull Sharks again. It can't win, surely. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Now it can. <laughs> Hobartville Stakes, uh, race eight, AF cabin, $1.50. Nearly fell off my chair, nearly choked on my cornflakes, nearly got inverted there. $1.50, Osipenko, $8. Zoo Tiger, $8. Pier, 12 Communist, 18 Machilate, 26 Brosnan, 26 Manzois, 41 Williamsburg, Primito. They're all in the race, sort of. But uh, the market's saying AF Cabin, Barrier 11, sweet, $1.50. This is just like, is there ever going to be, a, is it going to be like 20 minutes before the race? Cot, change of tactics, Osipenko, one, Nash hot, upside down, doesn't go all the way back. Is he going to be buried? What's going to happen? This is debilitating this You could get draw. the dual one. You could send Lindemann out, change of tactics from 12 to just hammer the speed. With the dual tactic for to be ridden closer from one for Nash and yeah, there's there's potential fireworks, isn't there? Timoth, Timoth from Barry Eleven, he'll just cart across. It's a perfect. And then what you love is old Reggie on Manzois would probably just jag it out, get the rails running, jam all their lives or something for the triple uh, the triple whammy, the the Waller triple whammy. Um, Let's hear Nico first because this is his fawn horse. He wanted to stay on the show for Af Cabin. Yeah. Tell us why it's a moral, Nico. Well, he's just better than him, isn't he? You just showed that last stuff. That's it. Is that it? <laughs> that's, that's, it. it. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. Sydney racing. Wrap it up. Um, he, he just rolls forward. Uh, he's got no other option. And they've got the right bloke on the – they must have known. They must have put Timmy on just because he knew it was going to draw the car park and then they'd need to jump him out the gates. But, yeah, like I'm a huge man's always fan. 13 gate, it is literally going to get dragged out the back. Uh, I, I was with Osipenko first up and – that's inexplicable what happened there. I love it. They set off it drew a gate. Well, it drew three. I don't know. what. So maybe they say because it drew a gate here, it's drawn one. Maybe it will improve. Um, I don't know what they want. Go through the the lineup. Uh, Zoo Psycher certainly had his chance against last time. You can't see Matcha Latte. You can't see Promito being ready. Williamsburg needs another lap. Communist had its chance the other day. Brosnan the same. None of these horses can turn the table on, on form. So unless something strange happens, you would imagine it's going to start short. The horse that's uh, the query runner's peer, Sam Worthily sort of got his visa taken away from him for butchering the heck out of 4,000 horses here and sent back to New Zealand. He's back. Um, I'm assuming that's a family member that that trains it. Um, does look a talented horse, Peer. Uh, adds a bit of interest to the race. And he's um, he's at least had a run, which, uh, which is important if he's going to try and beat this horse on his home territory. But uh, I would imagine that cabin gets away with it by default, unless Osipenko um, yeah, is the was given a, a light time of it first up. Let's we say it that way. Is that Aussie's horse? P. Has he got another one? How many horses? I think, has this and I don't had? think he bought it. I think he, they, they tell me he always owned it. Is that true, DK? I didn't know. Don't uh, don't know. But he loves buying them out of New Zealand. He loves. He's got got men over there who find them in trials and things like that. 
he um he gets in and buys them. So um he loves he loves New Zealand. He might have um yeah apparently it raced in his colours over there. So I, I don't yeah. know what the um the story is. He might have bought it off the trial. Or so he might have bought it off the trial before it raced. Mm. So the the trainer's in it. He's in it. And another dude, B W Wright. They're the only three owners. They're all in on it. Mm. Oh well. And it's got no nuts, so he's he's racing it, Aussie. He's not just a he's just not a a, a grab cash and go man, which is what you want to see, isn't it? Beautiful, just loves it. No, he loves it, loves mm. it. Mm. Oh, change of tactics. The only thing that I'm interested in that race to see if uh, Waller's playing funny bogus with Osipenko, or it's probably just dead as a doornail and a win the start after, despite Nico thinking it's no good and uh, fawning all over. Uh, Af cabin. So in your hop at your dollar fifty, Nico, and knock yourself out, fill your boots, all that sort of stuff. King's Gambit for three to one the double. He's gonna you'll multi it into nature strip multi. Three to one the double with uh with King's Gambit. Eight, seven to one the, oh, King's the Gambit. with the with the nature strip Treble. from the gate one. Yeah, that's what all the kids want. They want multis. Do they? Super multi magic. Did he change his name? Is Who? he rebranded? No. Has he? No. I, think I thought he changed his name. No, he wouldn't. Huh? No. No way. He's the best. He's the best. Racingwatch.com.au for more of Johnny's analysis. Uh, he's the master punter. He's the man. So uh, in his Telegram or Discord at chat. Flight's not included. Hey? What? Huh? Fly, fly master punter. I was going to say master something else, but uh, <laughs> master punter. The master of everything <laughs> you've done. Nico, Buggy, you stayed on the show because we've got some top sport steamers that uh, that, re- that refer. They're all Flemington horses, so I'm going to make you suffer, go through the whole show. No sick note, so you have to stay. But first, we're going to go to Briz Vegas, Donnie's best. Two from two last week. He's on fire. G'day, gents. Donnie's back again with this week's best bets. It was nice to go two from two last week. He was very confident then. I'm not as confident this week, so tread a little bit more carefully. I still can't win two bets. They should run really good races. The first one is the Eagle Farm race eight, the Bopper. It's 270 with Top Sport. This thing's just been running incredible splits. Last start was over the 900 metres of the Gold Coast. On on speed inside day, he got right out the back. It ran some enormous lace splits. Horses almost don't go as fast as this thing. I like it fresh, 1,000 metres. It looks like the second, third, and fourth favourite will take each other on for the lead. We'll sit back and hopefully come over the top. No moral, need to see how the track's playing, but looks a decent bet if they are able to run on around $2.70. So that's race eight, the bopper. Rose Hill, race 10, Midwest. Uh, it's $2.80 with top sport. Wasn't given the best ride last start with the Apprentice. He comes out of a really strong race too. Uh, he raced against Maramia, Spacewalk, Dehorn Unicorn. The first two I mentioned, they've come out in one since, so the form's stacking up nicely. It should lead for Timmy Clark, get every possi- possible chance. Looks to be too strong for these. I think the only danger is quick tempo at around $10. So I'm pretty keen on those two, but no morals. Race 8 at Eagle Farm, the Bopper, and Rose Hill, Race 10, Midwest. Good luck, gents. What a great human Donnie is. So that's how big his balls said, were uh, last week on the Stanley Tate yeah. and then this week they're about this big. So make sure you stake accordingly. Staking is very important. And he's crept over the border. He's just crept. He sneaks in yeah. to the kill. Mid- Midwest is, he used to be down here, didn't it, Midwest? Yeah, it's still, still Friedman's or still uh Oh, still Friedman's, Friedman. yep. Yeah. T- Timmy's on that as well. I tell you what, Timmy's going to have so a So what a about day, Timmy in the quarties? He goes uh, 150 uh, aft cabin on a hiding to nothing. Uh, from thing, then he goes two twenty five cross talk first up. I think it's been beaten favorite about four times in its life. First up, good luck, and then and then he's the quaddy favorite in the last whatever it is nine to four. So he's the favorite in the last three legs of the quaddy, uh, Timmy. And I, Jeezy, his new jockey manager's doing a good job getting him on all those good chances. Well, the, the funniest part is that the one I'd rather back is the first leg, which is you spirited about twenties that uh, could improve from from the gate one. So it's the only one of the four I. Uh, I'd actually want to back, so <laughs> the one in the last could win. Don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, no, I couldn't back half cabin, but not at the price. But um, Mexico can definitely win the last. It, um, it maps very well. Timmy, it's a very nice horse for Timmy to be riding. Oh, we'll Sorry. just take Timmy Blanc and the body. Well, I think body. he was the one that got beat ahead by Maria Maria or whatever that come out and smashed him. And there's another – Timmy's another odds-on favourite there. He has given him a good book this week, Ty. I did request 10% just because I felt like it. I, I, I got denied. <laughs> I got denied. Don't don't have the quaddy with the with the TAB, though. Put it out wide. At the, Where are you going to put it? Top Sport. Let's have a look at Top Sport's team. Flemington race two, number six, is Wollumbai. Four hundred at fifteen dollars in the vanity, Nico. I had a quick look at this race and I couldn't find this how, horse. How far is that race? Fourteen hundred. I've never heard of it. What is horse. it, Nico? It's a it's a Sydney cider. It's one of Waltz. Oh, Sydney cider. <laughs> North Korean. Look, I I couldn't find it either. I went looking for it, thinking, oh, this might be the horse on the upper bit, but 
that's a bloody strong race. Savannah, do you see you in heaven? Papillion Club, absolutely flying. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of... Uh, I think that the, you shouldn't probably stray too far away from the uh, the inside picks in the market there. Well, he's, he's like had the best run you've ever seen in your life the other day to win a midweek at Warwick Farm. But the horse is a talented horse and he's absolutely like ready to go. That's all. Like I don't know anything about the field, but it's... Uh, it's like in as, as good a form and well prepared as it possibly can be. Well, yeah. Flemington race seven, number eight, Marabi, one thousand at uh, eleven dollars. I think it's into eight fifty now. Thanks for that. Yeah, well, that's probably not a bad play. She'll start shorter. She probably she probably starts second pick. I would have thought. Um, we had the market so two to one. The place is probably the bet when it was eleven bucks. That's, that's what I won by one yeah. by three. Yeah, there you go. One by forty four. Flemington uh, race nine is the next one, and it's a uh, oh, red hot nick. Definitely not so named after you. Eight hundred at uh, seven dollars. Now six fifty. That may be the hardest race ever. That last race in Flemington. There's just form coming from everywhere. There's Perth horses, and it's tough to work out if if red hot nick's winning a Saturday race. Um, he's a little battling trial, but the rest of you behind him probably aren't much good. Uh, we found him a few times at, sort of throughout the winter last year and couldn't get the job done for us, but. Uh, he won my last start, but geez, I don't know if I'd want to be involved. We've got the wrong Noonan for that one. If it's got the WA meets Mexico meets, the, we've got the wrong Noonan. We've got the wrong yeah, Noonan. Yeah, sub, sub me out. <laughs> no, just another, looking at that, just another way going for the punters there too, Walt. Another $200 off that if it wins. Like if you go to the races the old days, it'd be 5800 wouldn't it? Exactly. The fraction. Exactly. As if that's 4800 there. It, you know, just another way the punters have been handled over the years. Fractions are gone. Corporate bookies, no fractions. Gold Coast fractions are still kicking though. <laughs> he's fractions. He's, he's, he's like he's the best fractions. He'll, he'll never get. He'll never kill him. He's the best. He'll he outlive us all. Uh, yeah, he's, he'll outlive us all. I would have thought. At race nine number three. Well, Wall three hundred at nineteen now thirteen dollars. So it's the Waller thing that had one start du- it, over duck the egg. Yeah. yeah, duck egg. Yeah, obviously. A, well, he's just not a first up man, but. Um, didn't it I'm cop not, Frankie in the duck egg? It did. It didn't. It was. I think. It, I think he gave it the full Frankie too. I think it's at wide well, no cover. I, I haven't had a good look at that race, but um, didn't this get this knock this horse get the full racing bloody? Was did, it? Is it the? This one, is the one that they got into the Golden Eagle field. Yeah, this is the, that was the. Yeah, the, this yeah. is Red Alert. This is Danger Will Roberts. This is. Is the Queen in it as well? Be. Was the Queen in Wellwall? Hey, was the Queen in Wellwall as well? It Someone could have all of it. It could the have King, the Queen. How, in hindsight, was that not the dumbest thing in the history of the world? Not declaring that King, the Queen's horse on on, on Australia Day or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. oh my god, he's big like that, isn't he? Waller? He's big, and this could be another one. Wellwall, Wellwall, Wellwall. Now thirteen dollars. If you put the T on the end, it'd be a much better name. Wellwalt. Yeah, yeah. Make everyone, sure you put it in like the name more. Yeah. We're going to be a lot of exotics this weekend. Outs, outstanding. If you look through the um the sat, remember we bagging all the international jockeys over the spring. How they all went no good. Buick off on a lot of these runners like Zolfikar. I think they've had like five starts and three of them have won. Buick off, so Dottori off could be could be the same. Maybe it's a, it's a winnable race. Old Wellwalls race. That's the race where cross talks even money first up. So um, yeah, I'd be taking if there is actual solid money for it late. Scary, scary horse. Tell you what, Peavy, I'll be sending J Mac a little note. Uh, how's J Mac gone? Snuck down to Flemington and well, just abandoned New South Wales. He'd be know. lucky to be let in. He may not be allowed. His favourite horse, mate. His favourite horse. And maybe that's why old uh, Calendar's been bagging him this week. Maybe they're not happy. Oh, maybe the team's not happy. So negative, negative yeah, article comes I out. I should have sold that one to DK before the show. He could have thrown oh. me under the bus with that one. You could have thrown me under. That's uh, that actually makes sense. That's sick as that's how sick racing is. That that makes sense. That they're actually not happy that he's decided to go down there for a couple of meetings, and uh, and so they 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 have a little shot at the title at him. Wow. Anyway, oh, well, that'll that'll learn him and teach him, but it's all going to fall into Timmy's lap. I, I love it. That he's, he's supposed to ride every winner. Just because a horse is four dollars uh, and James McDonald's on it means that it should be winning. Like it should probably should be eight dollars. Now it's four dollars, and anyway, whatever. Great stuff. All right, big thanks to our new sponsor, Stanley. Pills on the line, beautiful stuff there. Nico, in your are you si- serious? What's up? Is Stanley actually, or are you just? Is no, it, I'm a, is it, you're attempting no, it. No, that was a joke. That's is it a, it's a joke? But you've, pulled the the, you've actually given them six times more airtime than the people actually sponsoring the show. Oh well, punning form and comics lounge and top sport—they're written on the show, and then they're oh, they're, they're on there twice. All shows. Everyone, so you can, you can all see they see is DK's face when they look down there. They don't see anything. Though. They're just absorbed. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like looking in the sun. You can't look away. Nico, good luck on Saturday. We'll make sure you get uh, them out of our mail. It's uh, very important for this meeting. There's a couple of horses that could be a little bit soft and a couple screwed down. So make sure. And he's the only one left. 
He's a dying breed. Well, exactly. He's, he's the last man standing. Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> Hopefully we can find a few winners for the putters at uh, HQ at Flemington because, gee, it's, it's a good day, but it's bloody tough looking at it. So, uh, yeah, like I said at the top, if you can find a few, I think you'll be uh, well rewarded. Yeah, Scoot, just before we go, um, we had that sad news come through on the weekend that a friend of mine, a friend of Scoot and mine's and uh, Rails Bookie, ex-Rails Bookie in Victoria, Kevin Sabre, very suddenly, sadly passed away. Um, I spent a lot of time going to the races with Kev. I worked for him, used to sub for him. Um, Scoot, being to Warnables and Swan Hills, loved a racing carnival. Darwin, he's got a beautiful partner in Deb. Um, very, very sad news. Hasn't been a great couple of weeks. We lost the king, Tony Burke. Um, that was probably more mercy than anything. He was he was cast the king, poor bugger. So, but he's gone, and, and Dean Lester's in a bit of trouble at the moment too. But um, very sad news regarding Kevin Saber Scoot. Yeah, it was terrible. And a friend of the show, friend, he loved listening. He used to ring me. He used to listen to the show and give me a phone call. Oh, this is what you talked about on the show, or this and that. So, um, you know, I knew you were, you were you were friends with him too, Scoot. Mm. Very sad. Yeah, terrible news, and uh, yeah, thoughts with the families of uh, yeah everyone going through a rough trouble at the moment. So yeah, ripper bloke and. Uh, yeah, real bubbly and uh, great fun on the D4. And, uh, yeah, I tell you what, he used to have a couple of jars and he used to get the tongue wagon. And, uh, yeah, he loved, loved, loved a carnival. Uh, highlights of his year, Swan Hills and Darwins and Warnables, and he loved it. Yeah, so everybody uh, really bad news there. Characters disappearing out of the game and they're not being replaced, are they? It's a shame there's not new no, blood coming true. through. Anyway, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep things ticking over in here. But uh, thanks for listening. Good luck on the weekend and uh, hope you have a blinder.